Hey everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break, one minute at a time. Genius! I'm Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> we like... were the first, we were actually the first people to think of it. Oh. For mm-hmm. Point Break. Yeah, for Point Break. Not, not, not minute by minute. <laughs> That's other people. But for Point Break, we're actually the very first, I think. I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. And I'm George Hendricks, as always. Hey, George. Thanks for coming back on Point Break Minute. Hitting the surf. All Mah- right. Mahalo. Oh, yeah. Keanu, Keanu. Keanu. All right. Minute 36. So um, Keanu's finished line um, that begun in the previous minute is the, Well, Bunker, I'm actually really glad you found me. Bunker asks, Yeah? Why? Then Keanu hits him. It's a fake out. Yeah. Had to get his licks in. And Swayze saves the day with his roadhouse style martial arts. We'll uh, we'll have words on that in a minute. No. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, It's really cool. Um, And I noticed that Anthony Kiedis has a hair wrap, guys. (laughs) A hair wrap. For those of you who don't know, as a young girl in the 90s, hopefully other little gals will remember too, there were these things called hair wraps where you made basically rat tails Hmm. out of embroidery thread wrapped around your hair and then you tie a ton of charms to it. (laughs) Um, It's like a bedazzled Padawan braid. Exactly. It's exactly what it is. And a fun fact that Simon Irving, one of our previous guests, I distinctly remember begging his mom to put a hair wrap in my hair and being like the happiest girl when she put a hair wrap in my hair and then like a fairy charm at the end of it. Ooh. So this truly is the night. You didn't have like the purple fashion. Purple got like was it ostrich feather at the end or whatever the feathers were. Oh they used the came they came on the clips. No, that would be giant. Yeah. The, I don't. I don't even remember. There, well, there was that hair hair feathers. Yeah. Trend. I just don't know what kind of animal they, what what fowl they were from. Like pheasant. Mm. Pheasants, like the ones that for like those recent the, hair. No, this is like the long, yeah, pointy ones. Yes. They were fluffy. Yes. They were like, uh, like fluffy chicken feathers or something like that. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. They were brightly colored, purples and oranges and greens. I'm gonna have to keep my eye out for this because I have I just remember the hair feather trend from like maybe like ten years ago that was like long skinny striped feathers. Oh no, um, I'm thinking of like something you would buy at Claire's, and like you know, it's yeah. very reminiscent of that. Like Anthony Kiedis's is like a little more tribal than that, but there's probably charms on there. Let's be real. So he is very charming. In the next uh-huh. <laughs> in the next Star Wars movie, I want to see someone wearing porg feathers in their hair. Um, mm, yeah. tasty i once had a, had a kid oh, no. um he had shoulder length hair and he wanted me to cut his hair into a padawan rat tail <laughs> so I, did. <laughs> I, I used to babysit a kid who had a it was just it was like right when phantom menace came out or i guess it wouldn't have it would have been the next one when he had that anyway it was whenever whatever the one where he has that little padawan thing and he had one of those it was, it's, it's it a, was a real thing for kids in that time. Well, it's a real thing. I gave that kid a rat tail. To, in this day and age, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. It's been a thing lately. I've had a few kids ask for rat tails. Well, Star Wars is back. Full circle. There you go. Yeah. 
So Busey sees Anthony Kiedis and his glorious hair wrap get thrown from behind the bushes into view. Yeah. <laughs> he gets pushed and then like rolls like a it seems like twenty feet. Yeah. And then into just a whole other shot. Charges back in there. Um, but he never arrives. So Busey runs from his car um across the traffic to the fight. And run, Gary, run. Swayze and a sweatsuit on only halfway yeah. has never the, looked so good. The sexiest way to wear a, a, a wetsuit. So yes. meaty. So meaty. And just so like, <laughs> it must be so floppy and like heavy and wet and gross. Like the thought of wearing <laughs> oh, a wetsuit. That like description. That. <laughs> that description. Just a. It's. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay moving on so and then i don't know if you guys have noticed that it seems like only in certain lights does swayze have blonde facial hair it but looks kind of like see it all the time like well, you put a, a marker on his face it's sometimes. that weird like crustache stuff that's like the really like like baby fine blonde stuff you can only see it in a certain light otherwise it just you can't even tell it's there Mm-hmm. That's a good phrase, crustache. I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> so the people that grow mustaches that can't grow anything, you know? It's like, I got five hairs and a dream, and that's it. Like, <laughs> just come on, man, five just shave it off. Dream. You could you could brush that off. Why do you, why do you just why do you do that to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like five hairs and a dream would be like the Justin Long biography <laughs> if I'm trying to grow a mustache. That's fantastic. I would watch Justin that. Long. Yeah, totally. I love Justin Long. <laughs> So with that crustache, has Twayze, Swayze, Twayze truly kicked their asses. Yeah. So he yeah. says, Dalton is back. Yeah. He says, this is stimulating, but we're out of here. Let's go, Utah. Just keep walking. Keep walking, and, Johnny. Uh, yeah. Don't look back. Yeah. And so they had to leave, but Busey stops them with what I actually think is a pretty good cover-up. I was, like, got lost in the moment and was, like, pleasantly surprised for Busey that he was able to come up with this. He has a couple of these in the movie, and it's, like, it's he comes off as, like, a believable, like, oh, crap. He he comes up. He's a good agent. Like, it shows that he is actually a good FBI agent sometimes, even though he likes to do things his own way. Yeah. So he says... um, you two guys seen a kid come through here, running through here with a car stereo. He stole it from me. And Swayze smirks a little bit. You know, while Swayze did steal, not steal, but save Keanu, he still has that kind of bad edge to him. Um, so, you know. That's why he's so dreamy. Know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But then Keanu, way too obviously, not smooth, no Busey going on with him, says, no, but there's four guys back out there you might want to check out. And that's the end of the minute. Yeah, it comes close to, like, you would think Swayze would be like, so why did you tell that random guy about, like, those four guys we just beat up? Because they'll jump in, bro. Oh, high five, bro. Yeah, exactly. So that could be a good good enough, I guess. Yeah. But I was also thinking about the car stereo, like, you know, surface, on the surface, it, it's a good cover. But thinking about it, so, so the kid stole his car stereo and then ran to the beach? Well, He's going to blend in. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Kind of gets and plus, he, plus, if he's, like, young and fit and he's old, it's much harder to keep up running in sand than it is, like, uh, if you're running on pavement. Yeah, yeah. 
true that, true that. Yeah. Good cover. We agree that it's a good yes. cover. So did you guys have any notes on like the weird guy watching the fight between the bushes? <gasps> no, no, I did I not notice that. Like second notice 17, there's this this dude with like it looks like a mullet just watching the entire thing between the bushes as they're going okay, at it. Hang on. It's not it's not any because I, I thought first I thought maybe it's Anthony Kiedis, but nope, he gets back up, runs back into the fight. This guy is just he's a he's a very attentive observer. Weird. Wow. Okay. Okay. We're we're gonna put this in in some real time for a quick sec. Anthony Kiedis looks frustrated. like a small child who's like, "Let he, me at him." Let he does some good tumbling. Oh, there oh, he yeah. is. Yeah. He's just having a good old time watching. I yeah, wonder like, oh, what's if he. Oh, well, and there's some other guys who like stopped and watched. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense because there's a crazy fight going on between like six people. But it is really funny to me that they either had an extra sit there and look really interested in the fight or they just filmed while there was a random guy like right there yeah yeah, yeah i i want to say it's an extra because i've been on film sets before and and while the people in the very back who are i don't know using metal detectors to find i don't know something in the sand yeah. or maybe like trying to put a b12 back in the water those guys are probably atmosphere like just okay well we're just here shooting on this day. We'll get our thing. But that guy's way too attentive and way too paying much attention. Like, they had to have, like, stuck. We need somebody in this gap. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah, dude, go. Sure. Would they need somebody, though, in that gap? I mean, maybe. Take maybe a little bit more attention in the fight. But I don't And plus, that's a big hole for it to not have something in it. Just, I it, I feel like if there was nobody there, I'd be more inclined to, like, not pay attention to the fight. But now it's like, you look at him, and he's like, oh, you're looking back at the fight because he's watching the fight. And it's like a, it's like a, you know, sub, subliminal pull. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I didn't even notice that guy. I mean, it's it's good they put a guy also with another really crazy haircut. Because if it had been a normal haircut, then, you know. It would look out of place. Yeah. So it's a good thing they added a mullet in there, you know, just round it out. Yeah. So let's talk about Patrick Flazy's fighting style in this, uh, mm-hmm. in this minute. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what, as as someone who grew up with Roadhouse, mm-hmm. um, I can't ever recall a movie that had m- fighting that looked more like ballet dancing ever than Roadhouse. Yeah. Because when he would do his like kicks and spins and stuff, he was on point. He was up on his toe. It, it was crazy how balletic and dance-like his fighting was in there. He does, He has changed it night and day for this so like he is like okay well i'm much more an actor i'm much more established he's also put on more some more muscle and he's like a much different headspace so instead of being like you know dalton you know like pain don't hurt he's he's just he is much more grounded and his fighting is so much more believable like it's like oh patrick plays is kicking ass in this movie whereas whereas the entire movie where he does nothing but fight i it took me out i could not buy it even as a kid i'm like that is not how you fight that's you're gonna break your ankle Honey, that, that is that is not. I've, it's been a while since I've seen Roadhouse. I, I was just seeing maybe I was just seeing Patrick Swayze fighting and just assumed it was the same thing. But watch, I mean, just, it, you don't even have to. If you can find just a like a a, a compilation, just a just a yeah. super super cut of Patrick Swayze fighting in Roadhouse, you'll look like you're watching a good five an excerpt spent. from West Side West Side Story. Well, he does he does like Tai Chi in that too, and he's like the philosophical. Which is, which yeah, which exactly, but that's still there's 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 a lot of it's just his actual fighting movements that are very mm-hmm. very dance like. Whereas here, it's much more like surfer bro who can also fight. And he's gonna kick some ass. But he's also sunken into sand a little bit too. 
So... He's got that wetsuit on. He's barefoot. I, wonder... I just mean, like, the economy of movement and, like, his punches are punches. They're not, like, swings. So, like, he kicks people and it looks – because I took Taekwondo for a couple of years when I was younger. Uh-huh. And they, they, when they hit, they, they look like they make real contact. They're not, they're not as choreographed looking yes. as they were in Roadhouse. And, and it's just – I'm not kidding. Watch Roadhouse and then you'll be like, oh, I see exactly what he's talking about. That's your homework, well, audience. Go watch Roadhouse over the weekend. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, three-way recommendation roadhouse if you haven't do it because for you but if you have then do it and just watch the fighting styles and compare them yes yes i I was actually going to say uh i I just uh pulled up glenn r wilder again and he was uh he did do stunts for roadhouse as well but i don't know if he was the the stunt coordinator so it might have been a different different someone doing the fight yeah and there's only like two uh, years difference yeah. like roadhouse was 89 and this was what 91 yeah, so there can't be that much he just i think he learned is like people gave me a lot of crap for the way i was fighting in roadhouse so i want to be a little mm-hmm. more, more realistic more grounded did he start yeah. out as a dancer yeah yeah it was didn't yeah he? Did, didn't he do chippendales uh, like that wasn't well, just an that snl a... sketch that was like he legitimately was like an actual like no, I don't. I don't know about that. I I know. I remember that he was a dancer, but I didn't go any further than that. I wouldn't be surprised. I that mean, as either. much as everyone loves him, like you know, it seems like it would only be fitting that he'd be in Chippendales. Yeah, yeah. If only he ripped a throw, uh, ripped a guy's throat out in Point Break. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be a different movie. At yeah. Dalton. Well, yeah, there is a Chippendales sketch with him. Yeah, there's a sketch with him and Chris Farley. Yeah. where he's they're both auditioning. And then uh, Chris Farley, although very enthusiastic, doesn't book it. But then he never forgets him. Oh, it's pretty cute. Nice. Well, anything else we want to talk about with this minute? I, I liked uh, Warchild War had a, a very over the top reaction to getting hit in the nose. You can hear like his his, uh, his groaning groans, yeah. into the next shot. Yeah, they do some good. Uh... Stop about the sound mixing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so Keanu and Swayze beat up these four guys together. Mm-hmm. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. And then they just like, left this board laying there all broken and littered up on the beach. That's pretty... They do leave it there, yeah. It's pretty lame. Yeah, it's really lame. Yeah. I mean, Come on, guys. Busey goes and cleans it all up for him. Let's hope so. Yeah, I mean, he's a good guy. He's got to yeah. leave the scene, you know, the way... You got to leave the, the state beach the way it the way it was. Yeah. Campfire... Capscadola Tigo Beach. Oh, I was going to say about that, that earlier. Um, apparently, I wasn't able to find uh, Latigo Beach State Park. Latigo. Latigo. Mm-hmm. He says Latigo. Oh, okay. That's how yeah, but it's California. It. It's not the same. Yeah, Latigo Beach, man. Latigo Beach. Um, but I wasn't able to find a state park. So I think that sign that you see in the earlier minute by, uh, by Busey's car might have been mocked up. And uh, I also read that they actually filmed at the uh, Leo uh, Leo Carrillo State Beach. Carrillo. Carrillo. But I don't know. It, it, Latigo Beach is a real beach, and they're, they're all in uh, Malibu. So, Yeah, it doesn't say it. Well, um, I'll send this to you guys. I have found a, uh, a, a, a map that has, like, all the shooting locations from the movie. Kind of like, oh, cool. like yeah, just sprinkle the, and you can like click on one, and it'll give you like a little Google pop up of like where it is. So it mentions oh, it, it mentions it. It says there's not a state beach, but there is a beach. So maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I found too. So the beach is there, but the sign that they have by Gary Busey's car is maybe placed there just to 
give a little authenticity a little context yeah well we're really excited because we know we do know that the beach scene and the final scene of this movie was filmed really close to where we live now so yeah we're gonna have to go visit yeah we're gonna do a field trip down there although the waves that you see are, are not from waimea yeah the uh the the final scene with the with the killer wave or yeah yeah. yeah it was filmed in oregon of all places but that's that's still many many minutes away <laughs> yes we're just really excited to get to it yeah <laughs> so recommendations we ready mm-hmm. yeah awesome george you want to kick us off again all right i got two because they're bands and they're kind of on the small side but um awesome. uh so a few years ago there was this web series called yacht rock and it was like these mockumentaries on behind the music, like a VH1 behind the music on like the making of like these 70s and 80s smooth rock classics like Sailing Away. And, I mean, I was Sailing by Christopher Cross and, mm-hmm. and you know, that sort of thing. And, like Hollow Notes are in it, but they play like these total bully jerks who are always beating up other musicians. And <laughs> it's mostly centered around Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins and their relationship. They're hilarious. This sounds oh, amazing. That sounds awesome. So, yeah. But then out of this, um, a... Uh, a cover band was formed and um, they do these songs, but and they do other songs too, but mostly it's just like this wheelhouse of Michael McDonald and the Doobie brothers and, and hollow notes and that sort of thing. And they do these amazing covers where they're all dressed up and stuff. And they're based out of Atlanta and they were like, they were just tour up and down the East coast. And so I moved to Denver about a year ago and I was like, Oh, I'm never going to see them again. But then I saw recently they were going on a tour and one of their stops in February was going to be Denver. And I was like, Oh, and I bought tickets as soon as they went on sale. So um, check them out. They're really fun. Um, they have they're they're a gr- they're like absolutely have to see them in person. They they're just one of the best experiences you'll have as a live show. It's just so fun, and everyone going is like into it and like great mood. Really cool. Yeah, nice. that sounds awesome. And the other one is this crazy um, like four piece Japanese punk band I saw um, called P Lander Z. Mm. They're out of Austin. Um, it's P E E L A N D E R, and then just a Z. And uh, their lead singer is this crazy old guy with, like, yellow hair. And they're all color-coded, like, Power Rangers. And they have awesome. different outfits that are based on animals. But his is, like, a, a louse. And then there's a there's a <laughs> shark. And then there's a rhino. And there's, like, this lady, uh, the girl, um, she wears pink. And she just, like, screams the lyrics. It's, it's They're hilarious. And they're so theatrical. And they, they do, like, sexy limbo where he'll go across the entire audience and take, a, like, a rope. And then just, like, everyone's got to duck down underneath it. So it's, like, a group limbo thing. And he, like, throws his guitar to people and gets people up on stage and makes them play while he goes out and hangs out and talks to people. It's, it's one of the best live shows I've ever seen. They have albums, too, but... They're, if you keep them in mind, if you see them, go see them. They will, you'll never have another experience like that one either. That's awesome. rad. That sounds amazing. So P. Lander Z and then the Yacht Rock and, mm-hmm. and their cover band. Yep. Nice. Awesome. All right, Jesse, you want to go next? Yeah. So um, I'm going to recommend a, uh, the Francis McDormand and Coen Brothers film, Blood Simple. Mm-hmm. Um, with the reminder that our little baby girl kitty cat is named Francis McDormand. <laughs> yes. So, um, I love Blood Simple and I love the Coen Brothers. And Blood Simple is really similar to another movie that I like called Killer Joe, which is based on a Tracy Letts play. But um, 
I like Blood Simple a little bit better. It's a little bit more of a flushed out um, plot. So it's basically about a um, this jealous man who hires a private investigator to kill his cheating wife and her new man. And I really like this tagline. When blood is involved, nothing is simple. Blood simple. <laughs> I love it. Um, but it's, it's on, good. It's very on the nose, but okay. It, it, very on the nose. It's good. It's another, you know, um, strong female lead. And um, it, yeah, just nice noir-esque. Um, and then I'll also throw in the double recommendation of um, check out Killer Joe by Tracy Letts. Um because it it also is very very interesting noir about hiring somebody to kill somebody else and things going wrong. Yeah, that's if you can if if uh, it's originally a play and if you can see it as a play, I'd recommend that. But the or movie, reading it. the movie or reading uh-huh. reading it is pretty gripping too. But the movie is good as well. It's directed by uh, William Friedkin of the sorcerer of the sorcerist, the Exorcist, <laughs> the sorcerist, <laughs> and many other good movies. And he he brings a good and good thing to it. Matthew McConaughey plays the titular character, and I think you see his ding dong. Well, there's um, always that, um, or maybe at least he's his fully baby. naked. You definitely see his butt. Um, but yeah, it's probably the best I've ever seen Matthew McConaughey. I mean, outside that, of True Detective. True, yeah, yeah, exactly. True Detective and, uh, is. Yeah. Dazed and confused as well, I really enjoy. But, but yeah, this... it puts him in his place. He needs to always play gross people who you're not. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get on board with Matthew McConaughey as a charming, like romantic lead. But Disgusting. when yeah. he's a gross person yeah. who's weird, then it's then he's totally perfect. great. Yeah. All right, Marin. I was going to say Tracy Letts has come up the last couple. He's in Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. He was in Christine, which is a previous recommendation. Oh, really? He's a he's a working man. Awesome. Good artist, actor, writer. Anyway, uh, a far cry from the great art that is Blood Simple and uh, Killer Joe. Um, but still, no, it's still well done. Uh, Black Dynamite. What are you talking about? It's great art. It is great art. It's just very different. Uh, Black Dynamite is maybe one of my favorite comedies of all time. Uh, I, it's a great parody of like black exploitation and kung fu movies um, starring Spawn himself, Michael Jai White. Mm. Um, and it's it's just, it, I've seen it many times at we this point. We quote it all the time. We quote it quite a bit, and I've, I've seen it, and I laugh at it every time. Uh, it's just it's wonderful comedy, and the the fighting is fun to watch. There's lots of good, um, like it's it's silly, but it's also well done. You also see like a boom mic in almost every single scene that like pokes into their fro. <laughs> yeah, they do a great and... job just doing like making fun of what bad movies do there's, They'll there's... switch out actors <laughs> yeah during scenes and there, there's one scene where uh he's um he's talking to like this uh whorehouse manager and it's like this friend that he and she's like in one shot she's crying and then it like cuts away and then when it cuts back the tear is gone and then it'll the tear comes back and and lee and goes away depending on the shot and it's a they have a lot of fun with that and also there's a great scene with Richard Nixon at the end. Um, so it's it's basically I saw it and then it was like it did everything I wanted it to do. And uh, it's I've rewatched it many times. And recommend don't, it. Don't watch it with your parents like I did the first time I saw it. Because that was awkward. <laughs> you, you have to so, learn. Although, you have to learn some way. Yes. Although I'm surprised they liked Norseman. Eh, yeah. But Black Dynamite seems tamer than that to me. But maybe it depends on who you are. I feel like sex stuff is different than uh, 
poop stuff. It there is. There you go. It should be. <laughs> should be on a t-shirt. Yes. Sex stuff is different from poop stuff. Yeah. There you have it. Wise words. Yes. All right. Uh, well, thank you for tuning in to yet another Point Break Minute. Thank you, George Hendricks, for uh, accompanying us on our journey. Thank you. This is a joy to have you. It's been great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, tell your friends about Point Break Minute. And catch well, yeah. The, uh, yeah. the now-completed Mogwai Minute. Yeah. You can listen to all 106 minutes of the Mogwai Minute and get uh, get caught up for Gremlins 2, the new batch. Yep. All right. Here it comes. That's about it. <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in for another Point Break Minute. Woo!